<laughs> so stupid. 40 years ago, give or take a few months, we were treated to the first round of Star Wars as episode four graced us in the weird way of counting Star Wars films. And here we are 40 years later with a brand new sucker out there. Uh, if you don't count the three in the middle, which I kind of don't, this is your fifth go around. Eh, well, uh, sixth, I guess. If you want to count the standalone Rogue One. Right. Which I think we should. I think we need to start counting all those. Yep. And last night it dropped at six o'clock. Ty saw it. You guys saw it this morning. I saw it this morning as well. We're here to give you a spoiler free review of The Last Jedi. The buildup was immense. Not only for those who are way into it, but for those who are mildly into it. The buildup has been as it typically would be for a film like this. It's huge. Yeah, and I feel like the the uh, teaser campaign, the, the media buy leading up to this release was perhaps even bigger than The Force Awakens. Seems like it's more everywhere than even the Force Awakens previews were. I think that so many people saw Force Awakens for the first, like that was their first introduction to Star Wars. A lot of people, maybe a lot of adults who took their kids. And so, I mean, the buzz is, it, it just keeps growing for this thing. And as we said, it made whatever, 50 million last night or something like that. Uh, last night I was, because I saw it this morning at nine. And last night I was like a kid on Christmas. I couldn't go to sleep. I woke up at about four thinking about it, and then whenever I got in the theater, and I guarantee you guys were all the same way, the minute the Lucasfilm sign pops up, and a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away is up there, and then boom, the music hits, it it gives me chills. Like, unabashedly, it makes me emotional. Right. Yeah. I, I, I had so much nervous energy going into the theater. Does it still do that for you? No, I've lost it all, and it happened today. Are you serious? Yeah, it bummed me out. Like, there, that didn't move you at all? When there, that... there were moments, for sure. Like, the the scroll. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not an, a particularly nostalgic person. I don't look back on the past with fondness much. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just don't, I just don't dwell on it. Right. And, and, yeah, the first time it happened, you know, after the crappy ones, I guess, the, what was it, two years ago, four years ago? Two, two years ago. That was pretty cool, and then they they did a really nice job with that one, and it just seemed to be kind of a carbon copy of a, a couple of different elements of the the, the original, you know, the original three. Um, but this one, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what it was. I, I feel like I just I don't care as much as I used to. For you, Ty, being the biggest Star Wars fan here, Davey being a very close second, me being I, I a don't. I don't have a tattoo. No, you don't. I'm very close third and and Danny fourth. Yes, too. (laughs) I want to hear what you thought of it first. Uh, I really, really liked it. I really liked it. And I know I've been getting some feedback from people online or online and, you know, social media that that did not like it because it was so different than any other Star Wars movie that you've ever had. Yeah. And that's kind of the reason I liked it, because it's something completely different. Different vibe all around. I liked it. Make no mistake about it. I enjoyed my two and a half hours in there. Could it have been cut down a little bit? 
The answer is yes in all caps. Yes, it could have been cut down a little bit, no doubt. There were a couple of threads that I thought were superfluous and unnecessary that could have brought that down to about 205. Probably so. Yeah. There's a couple of storylines that just really didn't, they they weren't necessary. Yeah, sure. There was a lot of jumping around because they they had like five threads that they were trying to tie together. Right. They could have tightened that up to maybe to three, maybe four. I didn't like this as much as Rogue One. Which I, I still think Rogue One may be at the very top of my Star Wars list of of favorite Star Wars films. Like I don't I'm not I've gone back and watched the original three a bunch, you know, since I've got kids and Absolutely. all that crap. Absolutely, so have I. And um so I'm I'm still really familiar with those movies. I have found myself distancing from uh Return of the Jedi. I don't like it near as much as I remembered as being as a kid, and I still love the first one and I love the second one, but I don't like that one. And I think I put this one a little bit ahead of that one, um, but I still put Rogue One ahead of it. I don't know. I may put Force Awakens ahead of this one. Yeah, I just uh, tweeted my updated Star Wars power rankings. <laughs> if you would like me to go over that for you, please okay. do. Uh, Old Waver, by the way, is my handle on Twitter. O L D W A. He's verified too. Yeah, I got the check mark before Sturm. I don't have. He hates that, by the way. I know. I don't have a check mark. I don't either. I've got. I've got fake. I have fake accounts too. Fill out like paperwork and stuff. No, they just send an email or they send you an email. Say we verified you. Man. You must be pretty cool. So famous. You have to link up to an actual website that you operate that gets real traffic, I believe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's it I, I don't got, like traffic. I got verified when I was doing the music blog. Ah, okay. So Sorry. that that's yeah. why. I don't know. Anyway, okay, so here are my uh my power rankings after seeing The Last Jedi. Number one, Empire Strikes Back. Good agree. Number two, A New Hope. The first one. Yes. Number three, Rogue One. Like it. Number four, Return of the Jedi. Okay. Number five, Force Awakens. Mm Mm-hmm. Number six, The Last Jedi. So it's last in the the real films. Yes. And then number seven, Revenge of the Sith. Number eight, Clone Wars. I don't even know what those are called. I don't even... I don't either. And then... I don't even remember them. Number 100, Phantom Menace. (laughs) I will say this. Okay, so it's the usual cast of characters. If you saw the last one, everybody's in it. Mark Hamill, clearly, back in it is Luke Skywalker. If you saw the last scene, you know, the big emotional uh, lightsaber passing off um, as they're on some deserted island at the end of Force Awakens. They kind of pick up there and and, uh, move forward. I really like... uh, Ray, I like her as a character. I think she's very good, and and that actress is really good. But da- I, Daisy Ridley, Daisy Ridley, yeah, I do, I dig her a lot. But she, she plays that part fantastically. I think Adam Driver, who plays the bad guy Kylo Ren, or one of the bad guys, and then Andy Serkis, who plays Snoke. Without them, there's no. The, the, I think they're both so good, especially Andy Serkis. That without their contribution and evilness, that this mm-hmm. thing sucks. But I think those two guys are great. Yeah, Adam Driver. I, I thought he was really good in Force Awakens. Oh, he's infinitely better in this. But a lot of people thought that he was like a, like a prepubescent 
angry teen he's the same in this one too well he's a little he's a little more in control of his emotions slightly more and slightly darker and I thought he did a tremendous job in this movie. I really liked Dude, him. Dude, so Andy Serkis, for those who don't know, Andy Serkis, are you familiar with him? I mean, yeah, I guess. Gollum. Yeah. From Lord of the Rings So series. this is what he does. And I think when all is said and done, when we look back at film in 50 years and we see Andy Serkis' name pop up, you're going to be like, oh, he's going to be, he's going to get some sort of honorary Oscar eventually. Because he's so good at what he does. He provides voices and movement to all these creatures that have popped up in film over the last two decades. Right. He, he is the trailblazer of motion capture. Absolutely. Sure. They go to him for everything. Whether it's, you know, he's the voice of Caesar in Planet of the Apes. And he does all the, the movement for it. Like you said, he's Gollum. Um, he's done a ton of these things. And I think that he peeks out as Snoke in this one. Didn't you... Do you you agree that he was badass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good to finally see that character. I was wondering how it would... Develop. Instead of a hologram? Yeah, he was like, you, it was very mysterious, and yeah, this this took it to the next level, and he's great. Yes. My only complaint about that character is I felt like we didn't get enough depth. You know, we, we, we didn't learn enough about we, him? We didn't, le- we didn't learn enough about him, and, you know, not, so. I don't want to I don't want to give anything away, but... It, I just felt like there was not enough of him. We need to know more about him. Well, I'm yeah. sure there's going to be a, a one-off on him eventually called Snoke. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, like Leia, which is weird seeing her. She's dead. Not, I mean, the Carrie Fisher's dead, not Leia. Um, it was kind of weird seeing her at first. and and But I honestly thought that if they would have eliminated all former characters, that includes C-3PO, and R2-D2. C-T-O-3. I'm a, I would have been okay. I, like, I'm fine with them moving on. And I know it's going to take time for all that to eventually happen. And it seems like they're doing that. They are. Because yeah. R2 has, in Nothing. this movie, is there for a very short amount of time. Chewy, superfluous. Yeah, they're they're slowly pulling them away from this and going more toward the, the new cast. Yeah. I, I did miss Han Solo in this movie. Yeah, it just, it just felt a little empty that he wasn't there anymore. You reach a certain point, though, age-wise, where nothing fits. No, I know, I know. Even last time, the fact that he was still wearing the same stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all thought this was a big departure. I found this was just more same, 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 well, I same. Mean, where are you gonna? Where are you gonna go? What do you mean? Where are you gonna go? I mean, like. You're dealing with Where the same look, people. First, first of all, it's you, the good versus evil. It's you, guys with the force. I know. I know. It's a lot of the same one-liners. It's it's like the the characters are so mimicked to the original three. Like the the the, the kind of dark skin X-wing fighter guys, Han Solo. The you know kind of the rogue rogue mentality, rebel. Poe. You know, yeah, him. Um, the girl is obviously Luke from the. From the original, I thought Benicio del Toro was the perfect Lando. I'll tell you what, in a lot of ways, I, that's another. You know, they thing. keep revisiting freaking cantina bands, and you got to hear that same music playing, and it's like, okay, I get it, man, and I know you've got to stay true to, to people like us, but it, there's just nothing fresh. There's nothing fresh about this to me at all. And when you draw it out to two hours and thirty eight minutes, my God, yeah, you're the wrong guy to go to a. To have to that's not true if it's if it's movie. good like really good I, i'll i'll sit through four hours of of casino or goodfellas i you, movies that are long 
you don't know that they're long if they're good. Right. You don't realize that you've been sitting there for three hours and 45 minutes. But yeah. I don't like the fact I looked at my watch probably 15 times during this movie today. I don't like the fact that, um, like, Laura Dern and Benicio Del Del Toro both have roles in it. That, why are they there? Like, I don't want, I don't want... No name that, actors. Yeah, I yeah. don't want that. No, I don't either. I, I I enjoyed Benicio del Toro in this. I did not enjoy Laura Dern whatsoever. Did you find her to be weird? Very shoehorned in. It's like they. I don't know if they felt like they needed another. They did a couple of big names, but I did like Benicio del Toro. But you didn't really get a whole lot of him in this movie. Yeah, they could have used anybody for that. And I, the fact that it was Benicio del Toro. And Laura Dern especially. Well, look, they're appealing to everybody. This show is for babies. There's so much baby stuff in this. It drives me insane. There's so much Return of the Jedi crap in there with those well, stupid birds. I thought... I don't need that. But they also want to appeal to women. So you've got very integral, strong female characters, starting with Ray, And then Laura Dern was a very... Leia. You know, very, of course, Leia. But yeah. Laura Dern was a very strong female character as well. Yeah. So they're appealing to everybody. I thought got to make that money. I thought the uh, all of the action on the casino planet was very George Lucas prequely. Yeah, yeah. It just uh, there was a lot of cornball stuff and very CGI, you know, backgrounds and characters. I, to me, I enjoyed Force Awakens much more because I know it was derivative and. Maybe I liked it because it was familiar and derivative, but I also liked J.J. Abrams' approach of of doing as many practical effects as possible, and it didn't seem like Ryan Johnson had that same mentality. I mean, there was a bunch of that, but not all the way through. No, it, it wasn't as bad as the prequels, but I see no, exactly no, what Davey's saying. I'm just saying sure. there there were elements of... The prequels in this, no more doubt, so than Force Awakens, because JJ, it seemed like he went back to using actual scale models for a lot, a yeah. lot of that stuff, which did. is expensive. They, I get they, that, they, but man, there was a lot, lot of, of CGI there overboard was, crap. But they did do a lot of the real model stuff as well, yeah, of course. You but, know, but, yeah, but yeah, they there, there was a lot of um, there was a lot of the effects for sure. Um, Finn, John Boyega, his character this this time around, I like had very little use for him. Yeah. Like he didn't have a good role. Kind of lost in the shuffle. Yeah, he was. Poe had a much bigger role. And I like that guy. He's fine. Yeah. There, I, I, I mean, I see what you're saying. He's kind of a Han clone. And get rid of the... Okay. <laughs> one, one homage that they always pay to the original star wars and i laugh every time it happens and it seems like it's happened every in every star wars no matter what if you're a fat guy in an x-wing you will die <laughs> period <laughs> i'm telling the you first one out of the gate does it matter in any episode you need to get on soda x-wing pilot what was the uh, or you're going to die what was in, in the first one what was the guy like what was his line over and over it was uh almost there before stay got, on target. Yeah, stay, stay on, on target. Stay on target. Stay on target. <laughs> and his name is Porkins. Yes, Porkins. <laughs> yeah. So there was uh, there was definitely Porkins 2.0 in this one. Shoot, 5.0. But they did have the uh, the little like you said the the, the kitty stuff and the little birds. birds. Need it? I don't need it. Uh. I'm a hundred. <laughs> 
But they weren't they weren't part of the movie. I know. Like they, they didn't just, say anything or they just were there. Just cutesy crap. I don't you need know, cutesy space is hard on people. You know? Yeah, it I don't is. need cute birds. I, I am I am looking forward to because I had already bought tickets to see it tomorrow. Yeah. And then You're looking um, forward to selling those? No. Well You're I'm gonna go jerk. I'm gonna go see it with my girlfriend. You're such a jerk. I went by myself this morning. Uh-huh. Uh because, you know, I, I went ahead and saw it this morning so we could do this, but I am looking forward to seeing it again. Uh, because I had similar feelings the first time I saw Force Awakens could, because the bar is set so high for me. I was so excited. So after I saw Force Awakens the first time, I was like, ah, it was okay. It was good. But then on the second viewing and then subsequent view, subsequent viewings, uh, it's really gone up in, in my mind. I love and, Force Awakens. And, uh, yeah, in my heart. And so I look forward to seeing this again, but I do agree Way too long and way too cutesy, latter day George Lucasy. Yeah, I had the same predicament. I was supposed to had planned on going to see with Lady Woman. Lady Woman was not able to make it, and I told her it's like, hey, when you get back in town, we can go watch it together. Nah, she's on her own. You're not going to go. No, I'm not time. going back to see this again. You know what? If it was like an hour and 55 minutes, I would definitely do it, but I can't do it. Yeah. I'm going to go. Especially for something that I didn't particularly love. Yeah. I'm going to go back and see it again with, uh, with the kids. I really do, man. I, I honestly think that the bad guys in it, Adam driver and Andy circus were so good that it's worth seeing, you know, if, yeah. it, if it were shorter, it'd be worth seeing just for some of the lightsaber scenes, because that was some of the the better fighting scenes that I've seen. Yeah, and it got really good. The action really picks up in the last 45 minutes. Yeah, yes, the, I mean, sure. the, the first hour dragged. It really took a while to get going for me. And I know it sounds like we're dogging this movie, but I think it is just because our expectations are so high and we're such dorks and we're such super Star Wars fans. Where do you rank it, Ty? I rank it uh, higher than Davey did. Probably third, fourth, fifth best. Yeah, better, I'm, I'm better than there. Force Awakens in your mind. Um, better than Rogue One. I think I liked Rogue One better. I think I like this one maybe a tad bit better than Force Awakens. It's sixth out of nine for me. For it sure. is same as Davey. Yeah, I, I put it probably probably fourth. I mean, I, I think. I that said, I still liked it, and I still think it's worth seeing. Look, dude, it's a it's, high it's bar good. set. It's very good. It's a very high bar that that they have with the with this franchise, and so you expect the world, you know, when you go see these things. And if there's a couple little you know mix ups here and there, whether it's length, whether it's cutesy, whether it's anything. Uh, storylines that don't really make sense or that don't need to be in there at all, you're going to hammer it pretty hard. And I don't want to harp on it, but if you're going, if that's the case, don't make people sit there for almost three hours, including previews. Yeah, you can't do that unless it's perfect. It uh, has to be absolutely great to get somebody to sit there for almost three hours. I also wish that they would be more willing to take a Game of Thrones approach. Dragons, not a bad idea, or nudity. Midgets. <laughs> Hang on, Mike. By the way, Luke Skywalker, I confused him with Peter Dinklage about six times in that film. He kind of looks like him. Yeah, really the beard and the hair. We haven't even no, mentioned I mean, Mark Hamill, but Mark Hamill did a great job. Yeah. He, he was he was conflicted. I mean, if you've, if okay, you've we seen... Gotta we got to yeah, take yeah, a break. Okay. Next, next. Well, we are talking about space people. Davey is so ungrateful. 
You gave him another piece of Every cake. Every day you? since he's been here, essentially, I've tried to give him free cake, and he throws it in the trash. I don't want five-day-old cookie cake. Thank you. Eatsy's is not going to be happy with I you. know, man. I don't think that Eatsy's meant for it to be around for this long. Use it as a paperweight. Well, um, stop sending us 300 pounds of cake. No, we need more cake. <laughs> Eat all the More that. cake. It was an interesting choice by Ryan Johnson to have space people on the end credits. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, uh, okay, so Mark Hamill, you were saying. Yeah, we went through, I mean, he's central to this story. He is oh, yeah. the last Jedi. And we went through that whole last segment without really even talking about him. And I thought he did a really good job. I know that he was not very happy with the script that he he wasn't he didn't believe that that is how his luke, lot in life that, would end that how that's how luke would respond to uh the you know the tragedy that was forced upon him to just retreat and live on the island uh, yeah and and just want to end the jedi religion right and so i i know that he had a difficult time uh, you know, wrapping his head around the direction of the character, but I thought that he did a great job. There were there were two pivotal points, and I won't be specific, that happened in the film that I was hoping they would have gone down that direction. One of them involved Kylo and Ray, where that where a choice was given. Right. I wish that it had gone the other way, just to mix it up. And the other one was. The scenario between in the past between Luke and young Kylo or Ben Solo, I wish that it had occurred the way it was described by Kylo to show even a, 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 an incredibly darker side of Skywalker. Right. I wish that's how it had gone. Just to really throw a monkey wrench into this thing and not have it be so same same. Right. It did just turn out to be but Ben Solo's hashtag me too. <laughs> Dude, but I thought, like you're saying, the choice that was made... I love you. The choice that was made between, um, in, in that pivotal scene between Kylo and, and Ray. I mean, th- dude, there were so many monkey wrenches thrown in there prior to that, to lead up to that point. I was just like, whoa. I all mean, I didn't expect any of that. Yeah, all of their interactions were great. They were. Yeah. I thought that That's made... That's the that, best part of the movie. Yes. No doubt. You agree with that? Yeah, I thought, you know, when they the trailers, I thought they were going to be misleading the way they were making it set up where there was going to be a lot of interaction between them. But in the end, there is. And yeah, you're right. It's it could have gone the other way. But I thought I thought their interaction was great. I couldn't have predicted the script. I know that, like you say, it's kind of samesy type stuff, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I could have predicted how it all transpired and what Luke's response was going to be because everybody's got a something in their head of where this is going and um, you know after the lightsaber is handed to him and I mean think about the emotional roller coaster at the end of the Force Awakens when she runs up those steps and she sees Skywalker in the robe the hood comes down and he's staring at her with the long beard and he accepts his his uh, lightsaber, you know, and then they cut and the What's going to happen? What's yes, going to happen? And, and man, and they he, go in a direction that you don't. It, yeah. You're just like, it's like, oh. is, is he going to embrace the lightsaber and pull it from the, the stone? <laughs> or is he going to treat it like Anchorman did his burrito? Yeah. So it's, you know, you're I think you're in for plenty of surprises at the at the uh, at the very least. 
again, I'm, I'm going to go see it again, and I'll have an open mind the second time. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that those uh, moments of conflict between major characters, uh, none of them seem forced. They all end up seeming real. Like, yeah, I can understand how that would happen, and a lot of it is unexpected. Yeah. And so I think that they did a good job. To me, I think it's just the pacing of it. It's just too long. Well, I'm going to give it a B plus. No, you're not. I'm going to give it a B plus. Are you really giving it a B plus? I'm going to give it a B plus, and you can't stop. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it a a solid C. And the only thing that brings it up from a C minus is the fact that the theater that I went to was right next to a Taco Casa, (laughs) and you could still smell smoke inside the theater. Probably no. I was able to grab a couple of Krispies (laughs) on the way home. They're freaking delicious. Oh, I thought you maybe had a snack beforehand and like snuck in some tacos right. to the theater. Yeah. No, maybe oh, rat- yeah, rattled, oh. maybe maybe rattled a few off your <laughs> theater seat. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap things up because we got to throw it to uh, Stars oh, Hockey. But go quick, ahead. Quick question, uh, just around the horn: uh, When the credits rolled, did the people in your theater applaud? No, no. And I wouldn't have known because I was out the door the second the screen went dark. Ty? Uh, A couple did. A couple did. Yeah. Mine, dead silent. Force Awakens, they cheered. Force Awakens, the whole, it was almost a standing ovation. That's the Luke thing, man. That was. Well, you know what? It was the way they ended it, too, because it had a little bit of an epilogue with the little kids. So it kind of petered out. Yeah. You didn't have like a big grand ending. It was just kind of like, oh, all right. Well, we'll see you later. Yeah. It does kind of limp to the finish line, much like every orphanage show ever. 